You're listening to Try to Podcast, the show about an aspiring comic and an ex-con trying to start over and make good after years of f***ing it up. Oh yeah, and they, they try to make it radio-friendly for some f***ing reason. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy and Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to part two of Bear Mace. This is a continuation from last week. We're actually picking up mid-stride in Brian's story uh, to fill you back in in case you haven't listened to the last episode, uh, or better yet, if it's just been a little while and you can't remember what happened, Brian was huffing and puffing and pulling a house down. We joined the boys mid-show. In all honesty, in all honesty, offense is a great thing to have. I mean, like, like, like to be like as a fence. I mean, you got these people coming to you. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know if it's legit or not. You're mm-hmm. going to assume that it's not. Mm-hmm. But you're getting brand new electronics, brand new jewelry, brand, you know, stuff yeah. being brought to you 24 seven. And you know, the people who are going to buy them as yeah, well. Or right? yes, yes. Or so some of it, yeah, they have sold before they even get there, you know. Oh, so yeah. it's like, you know, but guns and gold and electronics and. And, right. But, you know, there's uh, but I, I had the best cult guy ever. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we, we would um, I would go there and I would pretty much have a mind what I would want, you know, for everything. I want to tell him that. And we bounce back and forth. And then and, and then we'd finally come, you know, come to an agreement. Right. But but the thing is, is that you, you would have to uh, you would have to be you would want to have one or two, because if they feel that you're desperate and that's what oh, take yeah. less, they'll try and give you less. They and, have a monopoly at that point. Yeah, exactly. Charge, because charge like, oh, yeah, I mean, well, uh, shit, I mean, and you have to have a fence because yeah, as uh, a thief, you don't have p- the buyers. I never took anything that I couldn't sell in 30 minutes or less. Right. Never. Never. Damn. Never. So th- to me, when you first explained the term fence, I pictured it as a th- the fence is the the break in the property where you have you have stuff. It's in your yard, but you can't sure. do anything with it. You toss it over the fence. Suddenly, that dude, he's open up to the rest of the world where he has the sellers. He's not going to steal anything, but he's no. going to sell it. So you're, the, the fence, to me, is the, is the break in, sure. in the process. Now, see, the, now the thing about a fence is it, it is a really good way to make good money. But at the same time, if you're not careful, then all of a sudden, the fence can just become the next victim. Oh, yeah. You know, the fence has all this good stuff, warehousing it. Right. Oh, everybody and, and everybody who he deals with is a criminal. Yeah, yeah, yes. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing that these guys like more than stealing the same thing twice. Yeah. Yeah. You still you sell somebody something you stole and then you steal it back after you're done getting the money. For right. It. Which um, is how you meet another fence because you got to get rid of uh, that. too. Yeah, so, but then, <laughs> you know, there's there's just all these uh, all, all these things. But uh, he. You know, yeah, I, I went on all these missions with them. So now I'm getting out there and I'm just out of control now. Now I'm I'm doing I'm doing crimes now just to stay out of prison. Um, and how I, much drugs are you doing at this point? It's like constant, nonstop. You know, I I, I wouldn't want to say constant, nonstop because 
Yeah, I mean, every day, but like it right. wasn't like I was just doing drugs all day long, but I was definitely, you know, like smoking three times a day, probably. But it just gets to a point where adrenaline is the new drug and right. the drugs aren't even doing anything anymore. Now it's the thrill of the crime. Right. It's the crack of the door. It's the, you know, it's the the hall. It's the, oh, my God, look what I found. Um, right. So this this one time I'm I'm going through this place and and I'm like God dang it's kind of kind of a bust right going down this narrow hallway and I got a flat screen TV in my hand and I knock this picture off the wall and there's a damn safe. <laughs> Next thing you know I'm grabbing his own sledgehammer from his so own sweet. garage. <laughs> And I knocked the whole thing out the back side of the wall oh and ended up God. being a decent one. But like, so these, these are the things though that you're doing and looking back now, I feel like such a piece of crap and I know well, that's good. I mean, it is a good thing, but still some people don't understand. <laughs> Self-realization is a good but, thing. But, but, but some people still have a hard time understanding that, you know, because they can, um, it's just hard for them to hear, hear that about a person, especially if they uh, are a new person in your life or anything like that, yeah, like that's... definitely, I want to say this right now, like B, I apologize. You got to listen to this part of the story, but you know, there's just, there's, there's things like this that, that happened, but you know what? It's a part of my story and it's the truth. What all the, you know, really wealthy people and businesses I hit, I really don't feel, I mean, I do feel bad that I did them wrong because they earned what they had. But, you yeah. know, whenever it got to the point where I started, like, hitting, like, you know, the average Joe at the end of my road, at the end of my rope, I mean, those those are the ones I feel really bad about, man. Sure. Well, I mean, if, really if you're hitting up corporations and, and companies, those that's that's like that's almost like Robin Hood. Sure. Well, it's, it's one aspect of Robin Hood. You're robbing from the rich. You're not necessarily giving it to the poor. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, well, but, but I did Robin Hood a lot. It did. Right. That did. That did actually save me a lot, you know, like it, I was, you know, handing out all iPads. Well, yeah, those. But what were the tablets at Amazon that that uh, Kindles But were the, the Kindle fires were the. Yeah. Know, yeah. So yeah. I was handing those, you know, and those 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 people, they thought they're the greatest things in the freaking world. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I reset it for them. It'd be all brand new. And, yeah. you know, these families, they couldn't afford that for their kids. They loved it. They right. loved it. Right. Um, so, I mean, that, that stuff did go a long way and, 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 in in those areas, you know, I still am, am held in high regard, you know, because right. I would give them free stuff. Right. But in other areas, I'm the not. The big bad wolf much. is here again. Yes, he's here. He's here with Hurry the Hurry up, fires. feed him, sing songs or he'll tear our house down. <laughs> I can't believe that. And then later on, you're using, uh, bear mace too, because, uh, you know. Bear, the big bear bad, mace, big bad wolf. He's blowing the the, the bear's house down. Bear mace bear is mace actually, out. you know, like right now, right now, uh, I can't legally for a few more years have a firearm, but um, you know, right now I can have bear mace, right? And it's 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 just as effective. Would I you, mean, would would you recommend that just for protect like home protection? I I recommend it for home protection. I recommend you have it like in between the console of your car. Wow! Somebody ever comes at you, especially if you get in point blank range. Ooh, man! Right? Oh my God! How far away do you have to be for it not to affect you? Well, I would try and be twenty to thirty feet away. Uh, but then, but if, if somebody's coming up in in your car, and like you just roll down your window and spray them, well, well then see, you're it's, getting it's, it too. It's not a spray; it's a stream, like a thick, 
foamy stream. So you'd get a little bit of it. So I, I yeah, I would just you know hit him with a three to five second shot and roll up the uh, roll up the window driveway and then roll it down to clear it out. You know, so right. I, that's what I would do. But I mean, they are going to drop as soon as you hit them. Bear mace is great. Oh my god, dude! If it's taking out a bear, bear, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine for it to be effective for a bear? You want to be able to hit that bear before he gets too close to you, right? So if it's if it's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it's, crazy. Bear Mace is awesome. I, I, so I mean, but this guy had all the coolest gadgets, man. We had these ninja scorpion things, right? So, what? yeah, ninja scorpion. Yeah, things. so it's like, um, uh, before if you're if a car is chasing you, right? Okay. He had boxes of these. I'm thinking like I need to make these at work and sell them. So what you do is you just out the back of your car, you just throw them on the ground, and no matter how they land, they land. With two prongs sticking up to uh, to fracture and pop tires. Right. Yeah. So you just sit there, throw handfuls up. People's chasing. All of a sudden, their cars just riding on rims, sparking Good everywhere. Lord. He had all the coolest gadgets, man. What the hell? How do you get these gadgets, dude? He was all about that stuff. I, I guess he's the fence. I, I, so. I remember one time I went to his house, you know, to try and unload some stuff, and I walk in, and he's not there. I'm like, where the heck is he at? Now this is after he had to leave that place downtown, and he's out on the west side. And all of a sudden, he comes in, and he's got this freaking helmet on that has a satellite dish on top of it. What? Holding a uh, thing in his hand that has a microphone cone on it yeah. so he can listen to conversations in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. I'm like, God. what the hell? You've been up for too many days. Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. But before you go to bed, you want to buy these AR-15s or what? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> that is just nuts. I can't believe like that whole aspect of your life is just every time I hear it, I'm just like, I know where you were before. I yes. know where you are now. Yes. But that whole era, including jail. Yeah. Is just something that I feel like, well, we've got the Ken Burns documentary coming up. Yes. Right. That that documentary for PBS that I was a part of will come out November 14th. November 14th. So check it out. Uh, Ken Burns. It's called The Bleed Through. If you like documentaries, you know who Ken Burns is. But uh, it, it, so you made it through. Right. Yes, you're on your you're on the up and up now. Yes, you've got you've got an income. You got a 401k. You even have dental insurance. I have it all. You've got it all. You've got paid time off. You've got a Cadillac. Yeah, we're doing it with your name on the title. Yes, and like, but you still have these stories. Yeah, right in the back of your mind, and you're a good storyteller. And so, since you did make it through, you're alive. You're paying. You paid your penance. Now you get to tell these stories and make it interesting and actually do what you've always wanted to do. Sure. Sure. It's just now you're telling a different story. Than it's we weird. Ever thought the story was, <laughs> this going was to be. never going to be the story that you and I one day sat around and told. Right. But somehow this is where we are. This is, this is the story that we're telling, but uh, it just makes it so, so much more interesting. It's like <laughs> now, what what would we tell if you didn't go to jail? If you didn't do all that stuff? We'd oh have, man, remember that have, one time we did keg stands? Right, we'd have like twenty party stories. That yes, we could tell. yes. And I would have a couple of trips that I went on, and you know, yeah, what wouldn't be? I mean, here's the thing: we're creative and we're funny. We would think of something. Yes, yeah, sure. But it's just now that you are okay. It is interesting hearing these stories. There's there, there's these moments, too, that stand out in my mind because briefly after one of those stories that I just told, after all that drama, all that stuff going down, tearing that house apart limb by limb. I can't believe 
you Michael Bay to house. Yeah, I did, man. And that's like, to be fair, it's not Michael Bay because it didn't explode. That no, it did not explode. But that is what I loved doing the most. You Fast and Furious to house. I loved doing things brazen, I can't out and open, broad daylight. Like I didn't care about nothing because, in all honesty, I didn't at that point. That was broad daylight. But pe- yeah, broad daylight. Oh, People God. would watch me and just be like, "Dude, this guy is like possessed." This this girl. I that didn't I, know that our neighbors hired somebody to do remodeling. This I mean, girl. It seems like a kind of un, <laughs> uh, an, an, an unorthodox. <laughs> the, the demolition an, an, seems kind an of unorthodox an, version unorthodox, of remodeling. Yeah. I uh, but like, there was this girl that I knew, and um. She was um, in, in county jail at the same time as me, and I saw her in the clinic, and she goes, I almost didn't recognize you. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, it's like that demon is gone. Huh. And I thought she was, t- I said, oh, yeah, meth, I'll never, she goes, no, 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 not yeah. that. It's like you honestly had a demon in your eye. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of scary, really. But, and I think about it, like, I kind of did. Yeah. But, um. So as they're tearing that house apart, I can't find Avery's bag. I'm running late, and and uh, I, I don't get her for that much that day. And it's just, I kind of feel like everything's falling apart. You know what I mean? So wait, due to that, you're late picking her up? Because, yeah, because I've said, I wanted my money, so I can go get the gas, go right. pick her up, have a fun day. Right. I've been looking for the bag all morning, the one that was stolen. Yeah. Um. So that immediate tearing down of the house made you feel good. But it directly contributed to feeling awful because you didn't get to hang out with your daughters. Well, yeah, okay, because because I'm trying to get to her and I just need this damn money just so I can get there. You know, it's like how right. much I mean, how much have I done for these damn people? So much. Mm-hmm. They're gonna try and screw me over on two necklaces. I wasn't gonna right. have it. Right. Um, and then that night, I'm coming back from uh, doing doing something else, and um, the notification hits on my phone. Okay. And it was Father's Day lunch for my, uh, you know, my parents at noon. Right. It's like three thirty in the morning on Father's Day. Oh no! And I know, for one, at this point, I'm a terrible father, and for two, I'm not going to make that family get together. Right. These are the things where your extracurricular activities slowly start to get in the way of the real world, and no matter how recreational you are with drugs it does affect your life um whether it's because you just lay around and sleep all day the next day that's yeah. a wasted day of your life yeah and if you sit back and count all the ones that i had that i wasted i'm talking about days where i wouldn't even go outside until like five in the afternoon and ask just to drive down to mcdonald's get some food and come back yeah. and the whole way there i'm thinking god this was a beautiful day and i missed it oh uh, that's the word i so hate much that life went these on days so much life went on today and I missed out yeah. on all of it. Yeah. Now I'm missing, you know, and, and so even if it's just that way, like, oh, well, you know, I'm never going to be as bad as you because you were out there. No, you don't have to be as bad as me to be missing out on life. Right. You're messing with your brain's chemistry. Now your dopamine, your serotonin levels are off. Now you can't even feel a natural happiness because right. you're burning and wasting it on street drugs. Right. And, and, and even though you're going to say, well, I'm never going to go to prison. Or, no, you, you're you're in your prison yeah, right now. That's prison, man. You are in your prison. Yeah. You see that? And, you see those blankets that are hung up on your uh, yeah. on your windows yeah, there? Yeah. Those, that's Th- your jail cell. Yeah. Those are your bars. Yeah. And, you know, every call that you ignore from a loved one, every appointment that you miss, every birthday, every holiday, 
is something that you will take with you forever. Yeah. And you don't have to be in prison to miss those things. You do that in your own mind all the time when you make these bad decisions. And I was doing all of that. Yeah, constantly. All of it. Yeah. You know, with you. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So I was turning, I was ignoring the calls from my family and my messages from my family, but I was making sure that I was well in touch with my dealer. Right. That's crazy. I was making sure that daily contact with that. Guy. Oh man. Wanted to make sure we're still on great terms. Yeah. Because I need him. Right. I need him. Everybody right. else I mean, I don't need. I mean, you guys right. will be around no matter what, but this guy's fickle. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> but it's like, no matter, no, no matter what, if you go to prison or not, every moment that is lost and wasted to a drug or to a high. Yeah. Is a moment you'll never get back. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I, I reflect on those all the time. The moments that I just slipped away. Where I would do so much cocaine. If you think you do cocaine, you have no idea how much cocaine. <laughs> Trust I did. me, I've been with Brian. <laughs> oh, I will snort any of you under the freaking table, and then <laughs> when you fall let's out, not, let's not I challenge. will get your debit card and buy more cocaine let's with your not debit challenge. card. But and then wanting to come down so bad that I would take half a bottle of Tylenol PM oh, yeah. and chug that with vodka, yeah. and not it, I wouldn't really call it falling asleep. I would call it basically dying. Right, dying. Right. Waking up hours, hours, hours later and feeling so shitty and knowing the only way to get out of that slump was to sniff some more lines. Yeah. Dude, that was where it was. And then you throw meth into this because you can't really do coke every, every day. You get burned out, your nose gets up, but meth you can't. Yeah. There's so many different ways to do it. Yeah. I mean, you can just keep going and going and going and you have to. And it's cheap. It's cheap. Yep. So this, that's, that's where I was living. That's my that again. That's my mentality. The psychosis, the paranoia, the theft, the crimes, uh, the people I owe, the people that owe me. All these things are weighing out, and the circles are so small. They all are inter intertwined. Every circle in this world, in this uh, this realm of methamphetamine, everybody is one person removed from each other. Yeah. The person that you are robbing with a guy on Friday. The guy that you robbed the guy with on Friday will be smoking meth with the guy that you guys just robbed on Saturday. Right. They are all just scumbag losers, and their loyalty is only to the bag of dope. That's it. Yeah. And that's the kind of people that I was risking my freedom, my family, and my life for on a daily basis. Let me ask you a question. Cause so you mentioned how desperate you were for that $50. I remember one time I wired you some money. Uh, you had said... And I'm putting you on the spot here. We yeah. can take this out if we need to. You had said it was for your daughter for like Christmas. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. And I, that's okay. what I did with it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's I, what I, no, no, I wasn't no, sure. No, no, no. That's the thing. Here's the thing though, dude. At that point in time, that 50 bucks, I had about $3,000 worth of gold in my pockets. Right. I just had to get to the damn gold store. Right. I had... I, I just wanted 50 bucks. In your, in your cargo pants. Yes. <laughs> in all my pockets. <laughs> So that's the thing, though. I had to get there. I had to get it sold. I had to. And, and all this takes time. So you needed the actual cash in order to get the cash. You have no idea how crazy it is. And I, I can recall this so many times where I got five to ten thousand dollars worth of jewelry on me. Yeah. But I don't have 
cash to get to where I need the to go. The gas money to get there. Yeah, or like, yeah. yeah or, or like, you can't just or, go to Quick Trip. Or the like, car's burned. Yeah. Here's, here's now, some diamond earrings. Now, now, gold will outperform currency forever. It always has. It always right, will. Right, right. Uh, well, I think we talked about this. Like, every great civilization that's ever existed, yeah. their currency has crumbled and it's worth zero, and gold became the currency. Yep. Gold will always outperform dollars anytime. Right. But yeah, you're right. You can't just walk into Quit Trip and put a couple little shekels uh, of gold on the scale and say, right. "All right, do you need anything else?" I mean, yeah. it doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, you can actually get a couple more Monster Energy I, drinks for I, what you have I, on I, here. I, no, no, I'll no, just no, take keep... the change, please. Yeah. <laughs> but so this is I'll the, take the silver. The, this is like those <laughs> things, like where where you have everything that you need, you know, to just be set up really nice. But but you're having to rely on other people for the pieces. Right. And my cars got hot so fast because of all the activity. Explain cars got hot. Uh, that means that uh, they've been used in crimes. So you couldn't use them again. Exactly. Gotcha. Well, you, because now they're probably on, on the radar. Right. You know, be on the lookout for, you know, this, uh, you know, this Dakota. Be on the lookout for this Tahoe. Be on the lookout right. for, you know, whatever the case may be. And they always had 60-day tags. Oh, man. I would do it legit, bro. I'd do it legit. <laughs> To it so legit, um, <laughs> but it's 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 to the point. Oh man, you, you wouldn't believe it, man. You go in there, you you set up a, a test drive, and you know, like, oh, okay, as long as we see some insurance, I would get. I'd say, well, I don't have it on me. Can I just uh, get my insurance company to send me a copy? Yeah. I would go over to their computer, and I would edit my freaking old expired insurance card on their computer <laughs> and print it out and take it to them. Okay, you're good to go. Here's the case. Oh my god. <laughs> When I went into Best Buy and bought 25 iPads, they would never ask me for an ID because I was that good. I was that good. Who buys 25 iPads? I do. Right. But who were you? Well, okay. Well, I'll tell you right now. Okay. Okay. Who are you? Well, there's a lot of kids who go to school who don't have iPads like their richer counterparts. Right. So it's not fair that over the summer and in the evening time, the richer kids get to get ahead and more advanced and skilled on this technology. And it's basically leaving those poor kids behind. So you're so you probably heard about you probably heard about George W. Bush's No Child Left Behind initiative, right? Uh, Yeah, I have heard about that. We want to make sure that everybody has... Um, that everybody has an opportunity. Everybody has time. Right. Okay. So we're going to get these. We're going to donate so, them. So, so you're check with an out. organization? Yes. Like of a course. church or something? Of course. Okay. What, what's the name of the church? The organization? Uh, do they don't ever ask us questions. No, they don't go in there. Don't ask those questions? I guess they don't They're care. It's like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Oh, that's so nice of you. Wow. 25 iPads. Well, whatever you want. Right. Yeah. That's so crazy, dude. Well, I'm glad you don't do that anymore. I don't do it. <laughs> um, so once we we get through the you know the the, the final stage of this of the story we want to keep you know the through line going. Yes. So uh, obviously the the theme of the show is try to podcast, try to uh, try a couples yoga, try yeah. uh try to find the best burger in town, try to throw a live show. Um the next through line that we're going to have is something that I almost started my own podcast on previously. Yes, I am so excited about this. Of uh try to find my parents. Some of you may know from past episodes that Jeremy was adopted. Yes. How old were you? Uh, well, I was adopted straight out, but I believe, and this is this type of stuff that I'm not positive about, I believe I spent six weeks uh, with, uh, with some foster parents while all of the paperwork and stuff was going through. So I think I was only six weeks, maybe two months old when, uh, when, when my uh, adopted parents uh, adopted me. I called them my parents. They are my parents. 
uh, because you know they raised me, they paid for my college, they love me. Yes, <laughs> you know they they're great fed people. Me, fed me every day. They are great people. I love them to death. Um, so they they are my parents. So as we are telling the story, if I ever t- if I ever say my parents, uh, that is McGarry. Um, McGarry. That is McGarry. And then if I say biological parents, these are these are the hypothetical people that are out there sure. that I just don't know about. Uh, I know a couple of little things that you know. The thing is, like I was told that I was adopted. Everything is so crazy when you're a kid, like the timeline of stuff. I believe I was told that um, there was no Santa Claus and that I was adopted on the same day. Shattering. I believe that you, was the sequence of no events. No wonder why you ended up with a drug problem. And, <laughs> and no wonder why you still have a drinking problem. So so uh, my, my sister, who was three years older than me, apparently she found out about these in sequential order and she just let me know. Uh, and so at like three to six years old, that's when I found out the most of me being adopted and I've hung on to all of that. So I don't know how much of it is true. I've never really gone back and and spoken with my parents about it because they didn't necessarily like talking about it. I remember when I was 15, my sister was 18. We had just moved from Chicago, a suburb of Chicago to, to Podunk, Kansas. Yes. My sister was angry at my parents. So she decided to find her birth parents. Which they all, they both just happen to be from Parsons, Kansas. How simple. Which is weird, which is, that's that's my, my wife's hometown. Um, but she found them, and I remember how much it just killed my parents. Yes. That, 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 that happened. And in the style that it happened, too. I feel like if, if we hadn't just moved from Chicago and we're going through strife as a family, uh, if, if, if we were in a healthy time and she wanted to find her parents, my my parents, my uh, adopted parents, would be fine with that. Sure, it's just you know we had just moved. I, I fifteen. I was telling my parents, you know, hey, I, I've lined up a friend in Chicago. I'm going to go back and live with him. Yeah, I hate it here. I hate it. And she's going off and finding her biological parents. They were very hurt by it. So I saw that at an impressionable age of fifteen, and I just at that point said, never mind. I don't want to find them. I I I don't care about my original parents. And it, it wasn't even a matter of like, well, they didn't care about me, so why do I care about them? It was just, I love my parents. Why would I want to find my biological ones? But over the years, hell, that was 20 years ago. Over the years, I've kind of been like, well, I am interested, you know? There's something that drives somebody to sure. to want, want to know more about their parents. So um, I've been kicking it around. I've been talking to uh, my, uh, my, my biological wife about it and she's she's in agreement with me that uh, you know this could be a good thing i need to just as far as like like sicknesses go what runs in my family high blo- I, like i have high blood pressure that doesn't come from my adopted parents that comes from my real parents i you can do 21 and me you can do these genetic tests but it's not the same as you know talking with them and and having these discussions with them but it's going to be a journey and i'm hoping to take our audience along on that so i don't know where i'm going to start uh i think i might start with you know maybe speaking with mcgarry about it and saying what exactly do you know i know i was adopted from oklahoma city i yeah we got to start there and, and, and if they would let us possibly put those on the show the, in their interview maybe. i'd like that maybe but maybe we got to have them on there, but I just know I'm going to be with you the whole way. And yeah. whether we find them or not, it's going to be a fun journey, man. From what I understand, it's actually relatively easy to find 
your your birth parents start these with days. dating sites um, right. just yeah. like they did always, you're the bum <laughs> literally so we can you know uh and, and I'm, I'm open for a suggestion um keep in mind it's going to be part of a show too so i don't necessarily <laughs> want yeah all you have to do is type in uh xyz into google and and you can find it i i, I do want it to be kind of a journey <laughs> so um Hell, if my parents are listening right now, don't don't reach out just yet. Let's try don't, to make this thing. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> let, you know, I mean, Joe Dirt wouldn't have been that great of a movie if they just found him and right away in the first scene. Exactly. We gotta we gotta meet Brandy. We gotta find a space peanut. That's right. We gotta do all kinds of stuff. We gotta That's get right. ourselves a Hemi. We gotta have sex with my sister. Apparently, oh, would it help if I pretend I'm your sister again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're my sister. Oh, you're my sister. Oh, you ate fries off that thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my my my. My parents told me that my birth parents uh, were 15 and 14. My mom was 15 and my dad was 14 in Oklahoma. So I remember as a kid, my parents being, you know, older people from the Midwest slash South uh, saying like, well, yeah, you're from Oklahoma. So, of course, you have Native American blood in you. Yeah, automatically. And as a kid, when you hear that, I thought that I had Native American blood in me. I don't. Um, <laughs> 21 and Me told me. 21 and Me. <laughs> 21, 21 and Me. Is that what it's called? Twenty uh, Forever 21? I don't know, man. It's the way you drink whiskey. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> the fire water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's, th- it's things like that that I want to actually talk to my parents about and be like, hey, look, th- these crazy things that I was told as a kid or that I think I was told as a kid. I have these yes. weird memories. Yes. Clarify these for me. Because yes. also one time my mom told me that she... Th- we were watching some awards show. Madonna went up and she's my mom just simply said, oh, she thinks she's Marilyn Monroe reincarnated. And in my mind, I thought that was fact. I thought I thought Madonna legitimately <laughs> thought that she was Marilyn Monroe reincarnated. She thinks that she's weird. Yeah, Why would she think that? Is it just the blonde hair? Like that was in my mind until I got old enough and like the thought came back and I was like, wow, that's probably not actually true i just my parents said something in passing yes and i just it it became gospel truth for me so i think i'm going to start there which is going to be a very uncomfortable conversation uh with my parents but i think i'm going to have to have that at some point i like it yeah so i'll keep everybody posted maybe i'll record that with them that's that'd be really really weird (sighs) what do you think (laughs) i think we should help me produce this do you think that i I should have mcgarry on for sure and do that for sure wow if i could teach them how to skype oh god that'd be so weird i think i would need them in the same room yeah but they're definitely gonna be in the same room so it's gonna have to be on a holiday or something or, or yeah. on one of their trips up here to eat at a buffet yeah yeah well to be fair they don't necessarily eat at the buffet they like to eat at the jury inn where they're staying oh my god they love the jury inn and there are times <laughs> where they where because they get the free meal at the jury inn sure we meet them for dinner and they just say oh i'm just gonna have a salad i already had dinner at the jury inn so these are the type of people that I'm dealing with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love them to death. But uh, guys, we, we, uh, we're we actually at an hour and a half. Well, I'm sorry. We did that. Um, that's two episodes in a row. Yeah, that's two episodes in a row. I'm also thinking maybe we can uh, go another half an hour, call this thing two episodes and have a cliffhanger in the middle. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's why I'm saying maybe we can go into this uh, controversial food combinations that you told me about. You told me to write this down, put it in my notes for the next episode. Yeah, you know, so controversial food. Well, yeah, so okay, this this is a thing. Like, 
Pineapple on pizza. Obvious. I'm going to throw that out there. It's an obvious deal. No good? No bueno? That's something you don't like. I hate it. You hate it. Okay. But it's something that gets such a reaction out of people. So you're saying it's a... Yes, definitely. And, and not a... Some people are dings all day long. But so like... the. the it's weird how people take food so serious. Like I posted that, uh, you know, the meme when I, when I sent that about, you know, showing that scene from Goodfellas, you know, so this poor Italian immigrant is watching an American put pineapple on pizza for the first time, right? you know, and then in all these people are just like coming to belly. Pineapple on pizza is right. It's delicious. Oh, I'm like, dude, Hey, they take it serious. I know they take it serious. Like, like it's their recipe. Like they're the ones who made it. Like their family gets a nickel every time one's sold. Yeah. So like, so where do you line up with stuff like candy corn? Oh man, I freaking hate candy corn and black licorice. I love candy corn. Dude, you are a part of a dying breed. I know. I love candy corn. People complain about candy corn. I'm like, is your life so good that the worst thing in it is candy corn? Candy corn is terrible. Black licorice is terrible. I'm with you on black licorice. And like, I I feel that booze that tastes like black licorice, not as bad. That's not too bad. Yeah, like Jägermeister's kind of like that. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. And I'll do that all yeah. day yeah. and all night. Yeah, that's um, right. Some Red Bull. But, oh, yeah, faux show. But, so if, you guys like, haven't tried, uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't tried that yet, you should give that a shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Uh, Trust me. Yeah, there's this new stuff out there called Jägermeister. Yes. You can actually add this other new stuff called Red Bull into uh, it. It's good. called a, what's it called? Uh, a, a Jagger Bomb. Jagger Bomb. It's delicious. Jagger Bomb. Uh, there's a B at the end of that, you idiot. Candy corn and black licorice are terrible. Okay. Where do you stand on ketchup on your corn? Uh, people actually just put ketchup straight Delicious. on the corn. Delicious. Are you serious? Now, like, it happened accidentally now, one see, time. Now, see, I, can, I can imagine some spillover. There's some spillover. And, and I would not be upset about the spillover, but like directly well, on. There are times these days... Where it stems from when I was like in sixth grade and you had ketchup on macaroni and cheese. Though. Ketchup on macaroni and cheese is a good Tony, thing. Ketchup that's on grilled cheese. Thing. Oh, that's a good thing, too. Oh, my God. That's a good thing, too. But ketchup on corn. It happened accidentally. I liked Tell me it. more. And now I just right on top of the corn and people give me the evil eye. Like, oh, I bet they do. Like worse than ketchup on steak. Don't you ever say those words again. I mean, I'll never do that. Anybody out there in listener land, if you put ketchup on steak, you don't really have to download the show anymore. You're dead to me. Yeah, you're excused. Dead to me. You no, know what? You Nothing fall? is a slap in the face to a, a, a chef right. or a cook. Really, In all honesty, a chef typically sends food to the table ready to eat. Ready to eat, right. Everything that's supposed to be on it, I took care of that in the kitchen. Right. Salt, They're okay pepper, with salt and pepper because that's always a, to taste. A touch to it's taste. to taste. Yes. Right. That's just like a reference amount or like a, 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 you know, that's like your opinion. Right. But for you to add a whole new mother freaking ingredient to it, like right. ketchup, ketchup. Yeah. You just put what you put on a hamburger yeah. on a filet mignon. That's right. Where do you stand with A1? Okay. Because A1's delicious. Okay, now. Again, A1 is a steak sauce. Heinz 57. But like, Oh, it's so good. But like, I don't want to put them on my steaks. I know, right? You can't. But I do like them on other things, though. I, here's the thing. Confession time, confession! everybody. I got a confession. confession. I got another confession to make. He's going to tell us now. I like A1 on I my steak. He, 
What? I like a one on my steak. I like Heinz fifty seven on my steak, but I haven't done it in years. That's good. You did I right. I've done it in years you doing because that. people like you <laughs> try to tell me that the chef, if they wanted a one steak hey, sauce on the steak, you should they'd put hey. it on there. So I don't get to no, have listen, the good man, stuff. No, listen, you are having what you're having right now is a flashback of your childhood. Yeah. When you were young and dumb and you didn't freaking know any better, yeah. dude. Because because when you're a kid Because because when you're a kid you just try and drown food with as many condiments and dipping sauces as you want. It, uh, it also comes to the fact that my dad cooked all of his meats well done. Oh, so terrible. Like, like a ribeye or a KC strip was well done. So you had to put something on it just to uh, just just to bring it back to life a little bit. Oh, yeah. Now, now I, I would have to give you a pass on that. Okay. So, so I come by it naturally, right? But then I was in college the first time I heard... You don't need to put anything in the in, in the steak. You don't have to put anything on there, man. I'm like, what are you talking about? They told me the same thing you told me. And from then, I, I stopped doing it. But every once in a while, I'll look at the A1 at the end of the table. And I'll think to myself, yeah. if the chef didn't want... If the chef didn't want me to have that. the A1, then why? You want to know why? on the table The chef right didn't now? put it there. One who did, the freaking manager... Because he got sick of people bringing their damn little uneducated, dirty fingernail freaking kids in there. And saying, I need something to drown this down there. And as a matter of fact, hey, if I owned a restaurant, we don't do steaks well done here. What about? We don't do steaks well done. What about the places where the chef is the owner of the joint? Well, then he's just trying. And they've got A1 at the end of the table. Okay. Here's the thing, man. Tell me, Brian. He dies inside every time somebody does it. I'm sure. But I don't get to I, I don't get to have I don't get to have it anymore. And to be fair, I make a damn good steak, and I don't I, put I don't do. put anything on it. I don't put anything on it. But part of me dies a little bit every time when I walk down the the, the steak sauce aisle. By the way, there's a steak sauce aisle. Yes, yes, yes. A one Heinz fifty seven. They've got other ones that I can't think of at the moment. You're telling me that we're not supposed to use those. So why do they exist? Because there's a lot of things that are, that are around that exist that maybe shouldn't exist. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like pornographic pictures of children. Interesting tact. To yeah, take. I'm gonna say just because it exists doesn't mean it's a good thing. Yeah, but you can't get those uh, non-alcoholic beer. Some people like it. Yeah, but they're idiots. It doesn't mean <laughs> that just because it's for sale. That it's They're a good idiots. thing. Those guys are idiots. Those guys are idiots. I've got another controversial food combination. Okay, for go you. for it. I'm ready. All right. It's Milky Way. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Don't say ketchup. No, no. And Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos. What? Why would you? How? You bite off the end. Hang how on. How high <laughs> are you when you make this up? Well, you know how I eat. I don't actually finish eating. One bite before I'm stuffing the me next too, bite me into too, my face. Me too, me too, me too, me right? too. So when you're really high and you've got a Milky Way and your buddy has some nacho cheese Doritos oh, and man, you end up combining one, the two. So you're telling like whenever they meld together in the mouth, they become a combo. That you oh, love. it becomes a combo that I love. And here's the thing. You take the next step. You bite the very end of the Milky Way off, right? Okay. And then you take you take the uh, the full The full Dorito, triangle Dorito. Full triangle Dorito and you break it into three. Okay. And then you take it and you stuff it into the caramel and the nougat. And that's just a lot of work, a lot and of prep work going into this. Hey, you know what? Crabs take a lot of work too and they're delicious. <laughs> you like crab legs? Yeah, crab legs yeah, are good. It takes a lot of work. It's delicious. Crab legs, it's you another know, thing that you st- you take and you crab you, you legs are crack like open. the uh, 
Crab legs are like, you know, the prime seafood for the trailer park people. What other seafood is not? I'm just saying they're there at the buffet just sucking those freaking crab legs dry, thinking they're Donald Trump or something. You know, like they're deep throwing that big thing, yes. dipping it in butter. Just pour Like they, they brought their own freaking tub of country crop melted, just dipping it down there. Dipping butter it. splashing everywhere. <laughs> Putting ketchup on it. they freaking Rupert Murdoch over there <laughs> eating healthy highfalutin. You know how much these things go for? You ever watch Deadly Catch? Hey, watch this. Look at me eating seafood. Like if you're eating crab legs at a buffet, it doesn't count. Uh, so, so, so what you're telling me is Milky Way and nacho cheese Doritos are not a classy <laughs> thing to eat. You know what? I would try that. Oh my god, it's delicious. The sweet and salty. I would try it. The sweet and salty. It's 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 out of this world. I had an ex girlfriend tell me about it one time, and I told her she was. Uh, this to me to be fair, this was back in the nineties. I told her she was. You're not supposed to That's say a, that. No, no, not supposed you, to say you that. can say that. I mean, the, she did wear a helmet. She did ride a short bus, and you were taking advantage of the poor <laughs> girl. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was. <laughs> she was mentally challenged. She was. She was mentally challenged. But she was so cute when she would drool. <laughs> Made for great. Hey, um, truly. <laughs> so anyway, I can't believe I just said that. I edit that one out. So, uh, yeah, I mean. Anyway, she told me about it, and we were driving to Wichita one time, uh-huh. and she got both of them, cracked it open, and the rest was history, buddy. It's delicious. You should try it sometime. Well, Maybe we'll do that sometime. We, we'll, we'll do it on the we'll next We'll try episode. it on the show. Yes. That's right. Aaron Soup is supposed to bring uh, deviled eggs in next time. Ugh, Bloody, why? Bloody Mary deviled eggs. Why? Because somebody suggested it. That is such an old man food. Yes, it is, but it's, it's it looks delicious. It's going to smell like fart in here for a week. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not not much different than anything else. You got that right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's basically all I've got. Well, good. Good for you. Good for you. Good for me. So we're going to move on to a next topic. Oh, you've got one? Oh, yeah. i got a great Sweet. topic here. What you yes. got? I'm just uh, making this up right now. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about next. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, you know. All right, let's 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 roll. This this is just going to be called Brian's Improv. <laughs> Where is this going to go? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was just going to shoot from the old hip. All right. Um, I am paying three hundred dollars a month for car insurance right now. Why? You have one car. I one car. One car. One high speed chase. Oh, that's what it is. It must be, man. Like, why and how am I paying $300 a month for car insurance? Uh, well, you're high risk. That's almost, a, that's like basic. that's more than my car payment. That's that. So you're high risk. Have you ever thought about getting a, um, getting a what? What, like a, 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 a hooker to do tricks for me on the side so I can use that money that she brings off the streets to pay for car insurance? Of course I have. Of course you've Is thought about that. doing okay, but Leavenworth's <laughs> a tough town for whores. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying like like oh so i know one one company has like the snapshot that you can plug it into okay. your car and yeah, it because monitors i only drive three miles i mean i'm sorry three minutes to work do that get get you really so, think see whatever savings whatever savings could really be that much yes whatever company you're with see if they've got a snapshot type thing and they they what they do is they don't measure and they, don't, they actually don't keep the data either 
uh, because I'm on the other side of, of, of an insurance company where we do the claims. Okay. Uh, people will have something like that in their car and get an accident. They're like, that's like a black box. Why don't you just get that information and, and you can tell what happened in the accident. It's, it's locked down. We don't have access to that information. It strictly is for, it is measuring times that you're going places, speeds that you were going. Sure. It's not necessarily measuring, you know, uh, uh, the precise location you were in and like hitting your brakes and. And like impacts and stuff like that. It really is just vehicle is in this zip code and is dry is driving at this time Dude. and is driving the speed at this time. And then they don't release that data. It's just all done internally. So I would but, think this on mine. Here's what it's going to show. At 530 in the morning, I drive for three minutes. My yep. car is parked there for ten and a half hours. Yep. And then I drive three minutes home. There you go. And on the weekends, you every every. Every other weekend, you end up coming over here. Yeah, I have a little a little haul to get here, but it's right. That's it. That's it. Our our insurance went down like thirty percent when we did it. I need that because it, it was also it was also taken into into account. Um, it didn't help the fact I ran over that motorcycle last year. But uh, besides right. that, right? Um, I've been good. Right. So I would I would check into that because I bet you can save a lot of money. Um, something that you know we didn't even think about when we did it is uh. We did it during the month of December. Yes. When we were doing a lot more driving to and from Wichita or Kansas City. It was when we were living in Southeast Kansas because we were going on shopping trips. Mm -hmm. And if we weren't doing that, then it would have been even cheaper because I work from home. Yes. At the time. Yes. And my wife works, um, worked a mile down the street. She would go, she would drive four miles a day because she she would drive to work and then come home for lunch, then back and then back home. You know, afterward. Yeah, that was it. Um, so we save save a ton of money. You, the times that you're driving are not high traffic times. Also, they 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 might assume that if you live in this zip code, in a metropolitan area, there's a good chance that you're working in the metropolitan area, like in the city. Sure. So uh, if 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 they don't know your habits and what you're doing, they're going to charge you more. But if they get your habits, and the good thing is, it's not going to go up. It can only go down. Thank God. And there's some psychology behind it, too, for the insurance company. If if you are driving around with, with something that measures your driving habits for 30 days, how long does it take to develop a habit? <sighs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be pretty quick if I'm being watched. I don't know. But like, <laughs> 21 days is what they say. 21 days. 21 days is, is how long it takes to develop a, a habit. That's a lie, dude. I picked up a drug habit after one time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Heroin? It's only one time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it uh, killed him. But so... If if they get you to drive safely for thirty days, yes, because of course you're not going to be driving like a bat out of hell during those thirty days. It it's actually, the Hawthorne effect. People do better whenever they know they're being watched. Exactly, and especially if it's going to affect their bank account. Exactly. So it actually trains their customers to drive better. Yes, and it works well for everybody. For everyone, it's good. So look into that. You're going to save a ton of money. I guarantee. Well, I'm going to call Flo and tell her I need that right away. All right, Flo, huh? So that's State Farm, is that right? Yeah, whatever she does. I think yeah. she does everything. I think she does State Farm. Uh, cool. Well, good. So hey, hey, we we just we just helped everybody on that little uh, three hundred dollars a month. Good God. Yes. Is your car almost paid off? Yes. So you're gonna be you're gonna be paying significantly more for the insurance. Yes. A little bit. Three hundred a month. My God, I believe we paid eight hundred dollars for six months for two cars. That makes me so mad. In Lenexa. Will you go ahead and just 
put my car on your insurance? No, that is no. Why? No, because you would be considered an unlisted driver, and it would be considered fraud. So no. that's bullcrap. It's called misrep. Mother you are effort. so full of it, man. No, I'm not full of it. Get it. Help, look it up. I guarantee you, it's not illegal. <laughs> It's not necessarily illegal. I mind Googled it. It says it's fine. That's the thing. It's not necessarily illegal, but your insurance company can drop you for doing it. Oh, man. It's ridiculous, dude. I'm just getting screwed every way possible. (laughs) I mean, you did go on a high-speed chase. Well, okay. You're going to have some lingering effects. Oh, and by the way, you've only been driving for, what, two years after the fact? Yes. Right? Yes. So, yes, it's been like seven years since it happened. Yes. But you've only been driving for two. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) There's no argument there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, and I've got no tickets. Right. I did run over a motorcycle. Right. But I haven't done that was inside, any. That was in, in, a, in a parking lot, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're so mad. Low rider, low rider bike, flat black in a dark parking lot. <laughs> so low to the ground, my rear, my backing sensor doesn't even pick it up. And you were so drunk. Not even drunk, a hole. <laughs> God. 300 bucks a month. What else can you get for $300 a month? So. <laughs> Shut up a lot. You can get a better car. A lot. I know. It's one of the main reasons I didn't want to get the truck. Man. You call that a truck? The truck. The truck I was going to buy. Oh, that's right. Okay. You know, the payment. But once you put, once you put the insurance on that, like, son of a. Yeah. Look into it. I guarantee you're going to be fine. All right. Yeah. I mean, right. if you if you save if you save 10 percent, you're looking at two hundred seventy dollars. Yeah. Right now I'm step. paying like, you know, thirty five hundred a year in insurance. Oh, man. Have you looked into um, not driving a car? <laughs> Have you looked into bicycles? Seriously, you live, you said it's just a five minute drive. I know, but. Bike to work. I mean, I've thought about biking to work, but I mean, what about when I need a car? Uber. You're right. Man, that'd be a lot of savings. Yeah. Then you're not paying for a car. Wow. You're not paying for insurance. Love it. You live, you work and you live and play. Need it. Yeah. And somebody else is driving for you. Genius. I'm kind of like a baller in that sense. Like I have a, right. a chauffeur. Right. And then you come, you come here uh, three or four times a month. Yes. Right. It would probably cost you 60 bucks round trip. Yes. Right. 60 bucks round trip three times. That's 180. I've still already saved money. Right. And I'm kind of like a baller, like I said. Right. I have a chauffeur. Hey, look, I want you to be my own personal Uber. I don't want you to take any more calls. It's only me. Okay? You're at my beck and call. So how much do you pay for your vehicle every month? Just the just the, 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 the payment for the, uh, the the lien on there. 250 250 So 550 a month. Yep. And then gas. Yep. And that's a gas guzzler that you have out there. Oh, it is. hundred bu- hundred bucks a month on gas? Uh maybe maybe a little bit more okay so it's 150 yeah probably around there so now you're paying 700 dollars a month yep <laughs> you know how many ubers that is oh it's a lot it's a lot of ubers you should look into that selling my car <laughs> oh yeah and then you get the money for selling your car yes yeah and you could use that to put toward your first two years of uber my bad moped i'm about to get yeah I'm, tell- I'm telling you, man. Woo! I am telling you. If I was in your situation and I was a mile from work, I'd be walking or biking every day. Yeah. I mean, uh, not in this weather, but I should definitely start it when the weather Absolutely gets Absolutely in this weather. Whatevs. Whatevs. It's not snowing. 
Uh, it's cold as A that early in the morning. I know it is. I take my dog on walks that, that early in the morning. Good job. Good for you. <laughs> By the way, the three-mile walks. <laughs> you would have been to and from work. <laughs> oh, my God. My insurance is killing me. And it's just all these things like I've been just blindly paying. You know, I mean, I don't even think about it. But then when I really sit back and reflect and I hear what oh. other people are paying. I'm like, what the hell? I just uh, I've been paying for cellular on my Apple Watch for two years now. I don't think I've ever used it. So I finally got on Verizon.com and was checking into uh, taking it off of there. And imagine this freaking draconian world that we live in. I had to call them. To get it removed from my uh, as a device from my uh, my bill, they wouldn't let me just do it online or on the app. I had to call, and then they uh, well, well, can you tell us why you're taking it off of there? Yes, yeah, because like, they well, want to try and do a sales pitch on you. Yeah, I'm like, well, uh, because I, I never use it. Uh, well, have you ever thought about using it? Shut up! No, I'm done. I don't need it. Uh, okay, well, here, here you go. I'm going to send you a I'm going to send you a link to your phone. To which then I had to chat with somebody to take it off of there. Oh my god! So I got so. I'm going to take you back. I got online. They said I had to call somebody. I called somebody. Then they texted me a link where I had to chat with somebody. And it opened up the app that I was in previously. And then I had to chat with somebody who go through the rigmarole again. In essence, it took me like an hour and a half to get this removed from it. And it's only 15 bucks a month. But it's 15 bucks a month. Yeah. I'm finding stuff like that. Yeah. Everywhere I can. I forgot that uh, I had my wife on my uh, uh, Apple Music account. She yeah. never listens to it. Yeah. It's only five bucks, but then boom, now there's 20 bucks a month that I've got back. Exactly. So I'm going through because I got my new card. Yeah. I'm going through every every bill that I have going, yeah. do I need that? Yeah. Do what I need do I that? really need? Screw that. I don't need that. You know, there was a, there was a, a, a podcast that doesn't need, that does isn't even a thing anymore that I donated $10 to one time and it was still taking the money. Oh my God. They don't even release episodes anymore. Boom. Cut that off. Now we're up to 30 extra bucks a month. Wow. Yeah. Boom, bam. Boom, bam. Get, saving it. Get, getting my, my right. credit card hey, hacked might have been the best thing to ever happen to me. Yeah, no doubt. I finally got my new debit card in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out here swiping like crazy now. <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. Uh, swipe, you're swipey. Yeah, I need to settle down. Oh, God. All right. Well, this is your, your, your favorite two-part episode of Try to Podcast is coming to an end. Yeah, I... um. Again, I apologize for being hungover or really just tired more than hungover, but I'm right. glad we're here today, dude. Yeah, me too. You want to help me paint a door? I got to go, though, because um, <laughs> I got some stuff I got handled back in Leavenworth. What would you say? I didn't hear you. Uh, you want to help me paint a door? Oh, I don't know if I would, but did you just hear what I said? I got to yeah, go back to Leavenworth. I got to go take care Leavenworth. of it. I got to better un- go unpack. With that stuff I still got to like from when I moved in. Right. So, so, just so sitting what, in the corner. What you're like, saying is just, it's been okay sitting in the corner for months, but then when I ask you a favor to do something, this is the day that you have to get it taken care of. So glad we can have these talks. Right? We're on the same page. Yes. <laughs> Columbus Day. Columbus Day. <laughs> See you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Don't forget to visit trytopodcast.com or look for the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Try to Podcast. And for God's sake, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the least you can do, and it goes a long way to help the show. Oh, shit. So sweet. <laughs> oh, shit. So sweet.